This show doesn't really want to hurt you. It doesn't really want to make you cry. The following is a presentation of Morning Drive Media. And now it's time for the show that is best served chilled over ice with a splash of Tabasco sauce. It's Saturday Night Napsauk. Hey, Saturday Nighters, welcome to the program. What a fun time you'll wish you had doing other things when this wraps. But before we get started, we want to talk to you about our new sponsor, Book Buddies. Do you like reading books but find that stack next to your bed overwhelming and daunting? I mean, who's got time to read those books when there are so many YouTube videos about how they recorded We Are the World to watch? Yeah, that's what we thought. So you've probably tried audiobooks and and jeepers. What a great idea. Turn your books into podcasts. Now you're no longer stuck reading in one place like a chair, your bed, or the bathroom stall at work. Just pop in your $442 earbuds and boom, a book is being read to you. Except who's really got time for that? Audiobooks are great in theory, but you still have to listen to them. You still have to find time to go for a walk, do housework, or just sit in the same chair you used to be stuck in when you actually were reading the books. This is nuts. How you ever finish those books? Well, this long buildup to a small jokey payoff is what this sponsor is all about. Book Buddies is a simple service. Here's how it works. You sign up. You pay a monthly fee that's just small enough to trick you into thinking you're not spending a lot of money every year. You select the books you want to read, and here's the trick. Someone else reads the books for you and then just tells you about them. What a concept. Now, you'll finally be able to talk about Eat, Pray, Love at parties. You won't have to run and hide when someone says, Hey, you like Game of Thrones? Have you read the Wheel of Time series? And you'll finally understand why you don't talk to any friends who love Anne Rand's Atlas Shrugged. Your assigned book buddy will take care of the reading, pass on the major plot points, themes, and revelations to you, and you get all the respect from your peers as a well-read individual. Just think of the parties you'll seem so cool at. Book Buddies cannot guarantee the accuracy of the information passed on to you by your signed reader. Book Buddies is not responsible for the misquotes, misinterpretations, misunderstandings of the books. Book Buddies warns that before acting like you read the books in a social setting, you might want to read the book to cross-check and verify the information provided for you by your assigned reader and make sure it's completely accurate. Book Buddies is not responsible for you being judged by your peers when you get something wrong. So don't delay. Go to bookbuddies.net.com to get your buddy today. And now, on with the show. Hey everybody, welcome to the show here today, episode 73 of Saturday Night Napsock. I'm Ken Napsock, the name's on the billboard. <laughs> hey, hey everybody, uh, and we have a fun show. I, well, take a bit. We had a fun show planned today. There's still some segments for you here that I know you're going to enjoy. We deliver, or at least we try. Um, but uh, there's, there's this thing we got to deal with here, and I, I'm just uh, really, I'm put out by this. But I guess uh, the, the management here, et cetera, Saturday Night Napsack, uh, you know, I, I I don't even say all the syllables in Saturday. It's my own show. I go Saturday night, Saturday night, eh, whatever. You're listening. Uh, yeah, there, there's been something that happened this past week, and, and I guess uh, the legal team here, the management here, um, they've told me I, I, I ha- they told me I have to do something. I'm, I'm stumbling for the words here because I just, I just kind of think it's it's bull roar that I have to, but we're gonna we're we're gonna need to do this here. So. Um, PD in the booth, I know what you're thinking. Uh, you know, karma has come to me in some kind of way, right? Is that what you're thinking? I uh, I don't know what that would make you think that, Ken. Well, it's the smirk on your face, Petey. That, that's, that's number one. That's the first piece of evidence I'd submit to the court of law. Uh, but 
That's the problem. It's the it's law. I mean, I'm not being sued yet. Well, kind of. All right, here, here let me just. I got a stack of papers. This is ridiculous. You might, you guys might have seen on on uh, on uh, the news this week or whatever. Where do you get your news source? Uh, Twitter, or Apple News updates, or whatever. Or your grandma on Facebook. I um, I have a, a group of medical and legal professionals. Uh, about two thousand forty-two of them have got together and they signed a petition asking uh, the management of uh, this here show. Um, Punish me or do something to me, censor and censure uh, me uh, for um, what, what is what is in in this petition called uh, called a gross amount of misinformation being spread out from this here program. I don't know if that's a legalese. This here seems very like we're in old England or something. Wow, this is. I don't even think I said that. I didn't say. Uh, yeah, I did say that. That's a good episode. <sighs> so much. So, I guess this petition worked. I don't like to. Pe- I don't like petitioning things. I just let let sleeping dogs lie. I guess. Uh, but I, the, the management says I should probably address this. This should probably be a thing. And um, I'm gonna. I guess we're gonna toss aside a lot of the prepared, scripted, and off-the-cuff, funny content you all come to love and appreciate from Saturday Night Absoc. We're going to throw it aside today, which probably, you know, which means we're not going to, we're not going to pay the writers that worked on it. Uh, actually, Kat, the, the, the writers still got paid for uh, the work. We'll just maybe reuse some of the segments uh, some other time. Well, how do, what, why, why would they get paid? We, we didn't use their bits. They didn't make air. Uh, well, well Kat, they, they still put in the time. It's just kind of, you know, maybe just even nice to make sure they still get paid just because uh, uh, you were here because you messed up several times. Met, like, numerous times. Whose side are you on, Petey? Oh, I, I signed the petition, too. You what? You what? You signed the... You signed... Oh. Is it... Is that your... That, is that your last name? Uh, yep. You, uh, you see it on my desk every week. Uh, I got the, that little placard that my kids made for me. I, I honestly, PD, I thought that was just something you got at a garage sale because it was your first name. Anyway, yeah, interesting. Okay. All right, so we're going to go through some of them now. Going to come back in the show, go go over some of, some of the other ones. I got to... So flummoxed. I, I got to clarify some of these things. Is that what I'm being told, PD? Is that what I, is that what I got to do? I got to I got to clarify, defend my position, or whatever. Uh, we're just trying to acknowledge that some of the stuff and the ideas and information you have said and put out on this show are wrong, misleading, or in some cases, complete lies. And, and our hope is, if we do that, we we won't get massively sued, as opposed to a little bit sued uh, that we already are. That's all. You know, some days I think I should have just stayed in my first job ever, which was professional dishwasher at a convalescent home. I said, some, sometimes I wish I never left that job. So do I, Kat. So do I. All right, all right, all right. Let's get let's get to this first one here. All right, so um, in a previous episode, I had suggested that most headaches are actually caused by local, state, and federal agencies trying to use sound waves to monitor what you're looking up on Google's incognito tab. Now, as I said on that episode, I had only heard this from a well-informed friend. A well, very well-informed. 
right, but but I wanted, but but I guess I presented it as fact, so um, it would get the attention it needed. That that's all I'd say about that. Also, in in that episode, uh, I had an expert on the show who said the only true way to cure these headaches was to use a dull kitchen knife to pry out a satellite receiver dish implanted into our brains, all of our brains when we received uh, any mandatory vaccines during elementary school, which clearly just a money-making scheme, a ruse back in the day. I've been suspicious of it from day one, and I just think we all should be careful about what they put in our brains. Uh, You know, know, they're telling us you got to get these shots or you can't go to third grade. You know, that's that's, that's what I think. Just just stay to the prepared script so we don't get sued even more that's the point of this <sighs> yeah okay okay yeah okay like i said um while none of that has been disproven i might add it turns out that the expert was actually a local improv comedian going on to many podcasts and news broadcasts in an elaborate prank designed for his tiktok feed which look i that that's the real problem here not not but my thoughts on those headaches and how to solve them um, you know, I just, I think he's the problem. I think he's, he's, he's the problem. But, but, um, you know, again, I, I'm not even saying that he's wrong. Even if he's doing a character, I don't think he's wrong. I, I just don't think he was wrong. Uh, he's wrong. All right, all right. Okay, 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 okay. <sighs> also, in a previous episode, I had suggested that a good method of birth control was, quote, aiming lower next time, end quote. And that, as it turns out, was both false and really difficult. <laughs> Let me tell you. Also, in a previous episode, I had on a guest, uh, and we, he, we, we, I guess, suggested that mosquitoes were the cause of many YouTube movie reviewers not understanding how to process and discuss the themes of the programming they are reviewing. Now, to clarify, most YouTube reviewers do not understand themes, but uh, that is not caused by mosquitoes. And my guest suggestion that perhaps we could solve this by using blowtorches to burn the very skies we live under was, as it turns out, not safe nor morally responsible. I can't say more on this because of two lawsuits currently brought against us after a few listeners took this advice to heart and burned an entire city block. All right. Is that, is that, can that be it for now? Oh, God, no. Keep going. Okay, well, so we're, we're going to compromise. One last one for this opening segment, all right? All right, so in a previous episode, I may have indirectly suggested that the best way to lose weight is to just shut your trap. While I did add that you should do your own research, which you should, turns out several people took my advice to heart and suffered severe health issues after they quite literally shut their traps, meaning they sewed their mouth shut with fishing line in an effort to, quote, drop a few LBs before the next hot girl summer. I mean, look, look. I, just... <sighs> All right. All right. We'll, we'll come back. We'll come back to this. Let's go to, PD. let's go to a segment. I need, I need to go take a, a sip of uh, beer and uh, we'll, we'll get back to this uh, on this special episode of, of, of Saturday Night Napsock. <sighs> I'm Dutch Allen, you've got Go Picture, and I spent decades telling dreamers in the Hollywood picture business that their dreams were about to come true. 
and I've got stories to tell. I'm Dutch Allen, and these are my Hollywood memories. I saw in the calendar this week that it was the 68th anniversary of the day Jolton Joe DiMaggio and Marilyn Monroe got married in San Francisco, California, January 14th, 1954. It wasn't a grand ceremony, mind you. I think that's been lost to time. As both were previously divorced, they couldn't get married in a church. And Wow, <laughs> times have changed because my fourth divorce actually took place in a church. Joe arranged for a low-key courthouse marriage, you see, but it was still a wondrous event to me, little Dutch Allen. I wasn't there, of course. I wasn't yet high up on the Hollywood food chain, but that day meant a lot to me. You see, I grew up a Yankee fan, and uh, even though I came of age in the era of Mantle and Ford and Bear in the early 50s, though I should point out that my favorite Yankee was utility man extraordinaire Gil McDougald. Anyway, uh, Jolton Joe was my first childhood hero, and Marilyn was, of course, my first crush. But then again, she was the world's crush back then. Their coupling seemed so dreamlike, uh, a true fantasy, a hero from the ball field and the rising starlet finding each other across a sea of glitz and glamour. It inspired me. I had already set my sights on getting into the picture business by then, but that one sealed it. Oh, I, I didn't think I was Joe DiMaggio. My baseball career ended after my sophomore year of high school, in which I batted 154 in 12 games and spent most of the season on the bench after I missed a can of corn fly ball out because I was quietly reciting William Holden's lines from the picture Sunset Boulevard. I wasn't a, I wasn't a good day on the field. No, 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 seeing Jolton Joe marry Marilyn just made it seem like anything was possible for a dreaming youngster like myself. I got to Hollywood just a few years later and found out the truth. There's no fantasy out here. The dreams can die really easily. What looked magical is actually something far removed. Joe and Marilyn got divorced about nine months after their marriage. Joe wasn't a peach. He wanted her to stay home, be a housewife. He objected to her career, her image, and what he felt it was doing to her. She didn't acquiesce. Now look, I... I think Joe was wrong, though the dark clouds he saw forming on the horizon might have been real. And that's Hollywood in a nutshell. The sun is shining, but the thunder's coming. If he had just found a way to treat her right, to let her grow, while also protecting her, things might have been different. And I think Joe knew that. They remain close to untimely death or murder, if you choose to believe that. It doesn't matter to me because the result is the same. The world lost a beautiful rose not done blooming. I actually got to meet Joe over the years a few times. Producing Hollywood pictures often puts you in the center of the storm. It's always fun until the sky's clear, you know? Joe wouldn't talk about Marilyn to many people, and he carried a grudge against the Kennedy family, Sinatra, and all the Hollywood heavyweights he thought killed her, whether literally or figuratively. But I think because I was far removed from that era, and I think he liked some of my pictures... I felt comfortable around him, so I asked him one time in the owner's box at Old Yankee Stadium, Joe, you got any regrets? He looked off into the distance, nodded, and said, Two. I should have hit that ball past Keltner in 41, and I should have done a better job protecting her. He didn't say who, but I know. And did I ever meet Marilyn? <laughs> uh, yeah, I did. 
I was on set for one of her last pictures, 1960s Let's Make Love. I was friends with one of her co-stars, Tony Randall. I was doing a little assisting for him. I was coming back from craft services with a sandwich for Tony. He liked extra pickles, by the way, and he'd send me to ask for him. He was embarrassed by it. And I turned the corner, and there she was. There she was. She wasn't expecting anyone to appear right then. She was quiet, focused, and yeah, seemed sad. But she looked up at me, turned on the charm, and her eyes twinkled as she said hello. She was the same person I saw in those pictures of her and Joe coming out of that courthouse. It was both made up and real, a smiling facade, yet something true. She was Norma Jean for one second, Marilyn the next. I finally worked up the courage to say hello back, and I whispered, "Uh, Hello, Marilyn. But she had already gone. Walked on past me back to set because I took so long to speak. I'm sure she was used to that. I never saw her again, making that entire moment seem just like her. A dream. And that's another Dutch Allen Hollywood memory. You've got go picture, friends. All right, here we are. Let's get back to this silly little project where I have to kind of clarify some things because, again, 2042 medical and legal and now, sci- I guess I should add, scientific uh, experts have petitioned our management to do something about me in alleged misinformation coming out of this program. So uh, right now on the phone is uh, is someone uh, a lot of you know to this uh, show here. Uh, he's, a, he's a good friend. He's a good friend of me. We have uh, gone on a Bigfoot hunt together. So please welcome paranormal investigative reporter Nolan Guthrie. Nolan, it's been a while since you and I have uh, talked directly. How are you doing, my friend? Uh, good evening, Ken. I, uh, I'm not sure how you got this direct line to my uh, secure bunker somewhere in the Pacific Northwest as I still wait out this global pandemic that is causing quite a problem for so many of us. But uh, good evening. I, I'm not even sure really what I'm here for. I thought we were friends, man. I, I've been texting you. You haven't been te- texting me back. Is that why? You just didn't want me to have this number? I just, uh, I can't be certain that uh, your text messages are not being tracked, and if I was to respond to you, uh, there's certain entities and agencies I do not want locating my secured bunker somewhere in the Pacific Northwest. Aren't you, but you're like, out, you're, you're, I know where you are, you're outside like Edmonds, Washington, right? Um, um, uh, what, what, uh, what is on your mind tonight, Ken? What are we, what am I here for? Well, you're, you're an investigator of the paranormal and uh, UFOs, uh, cryptids, all this kind of thing. And I just, we just, uh, you know, there's some things we, I've discussed on previous episodes here that maybe I'm being called uh, on the carpet for that, that is misinformation or just out, outlandish lies. And I just figure maybe you could help me refute that uh, since I think you're respected or maybe more respected than me, you know? Uh, I uh, I am respected in my field, uh, which is why I'm taking a risk being here. So go ahead, let's get right to this, Ken. Uh, yeah, yeah. So on, on a previous episode, we had talked about what I believe are moon colonies already being formed and that there's already a, a, a waiting list and only um, a certain amount and certain uh, uh, type of person will be uh, sent to these moon colonies. Uh, you, you remember that conversation we had? 
yes, I, I do remember I refuted some of your claims that by using Amazon Prime, you are added to a exclusive waitlist to take one of Bezos's ships to uh, the moon colony. Yes, I do remember that. Okay, 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 okay. But here's the thing: you 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 you're, you're refuting the the Amazon Prime as, as a way to get on the the waitlist, but you're not refuting the presence of these still growing and building and and, and being formed moon colonies, right? I, I am not saying they are there. Again, I think this is the type of thing that might be getting you into trouble on your show, Ken. I am a, a paranormal investigative reporter. Uh, I believe a lot of these things. I seek out knowledge, but I, I do treat everything as a, a question, uh, as a theory, as a possibility versus fact until I know more. I think that gets con confused in uh, when people think of me or my show, Mysteries and the Unexplained, here on Saturday Night Napsunk. Oh, okay, okay, okay. That's, that's that's fine. That's fine. Look again to make these experts who petition the station happy. Like I, no one out there, if you're listening, using Amazon Prime does not guarantee you a spot on the Moon Colony waitlist. But again, Nolan, you 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 are you are beating around the bush here. <laughs> Giggity. Um, are there? Are there Moon Colonies or not? I do not know, Ken. The the, the answer, Ken, is I, I I do not know. But I've been doing my own research, and I think number one, there's a couple of them. And Dan Aykroyd is the mayor of one of them. Have you not heard this? Again, on, like on my show, we seek the truth. We seek answers. You seem to uh, leap past the seeking phase and, and go to what you believe are answers. And you frame it in such a way uh, because I think people take you seriously because you're on some sort of a prepared program or a professional sounding program. I'm putting quotation marks around that, that they, they take your information as true. And I think this is, might be where you're getting in trouble. Uh, Ken, yeah, I'm going to have to agree with Nolan here, Ken. Petey, you shut your mouth. All right, now, Nolan, yes or no, moon colonies, yes or no? As of right now, I would have to say no, I have not seen uh, irrefutable proof. But what about what about the, the, that item on the moon that the Chinese government released pictures from uh, the satellite footage of what seems like a structure on the moon. Uh, I, I, I have been reading and, and doing the research. A, a lot of people think that is, that is the uh, doorway to a moon colonies uh, franchised Applebee's location. True or no? I am, uh, I am absolutely uh, not going to answer that question. I, 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 I just don't want to dignify that one. Nolan, Nolan, I thought we were friends. We, we've hunted Bigfoot together. Uh, there again, the, the, even even that terminology, hunted Bigfoot, uh, I, I I would prefer to say searched for uh, Bigfoot. Uh, I don't like I, I don't like the connotation that I'm hunting him for some sort of sport. Like you seem to be hunting false narratives. <laughs> this is your brick wall, Nolan. Your brick wall. I regret bringing you that beef jerky. Uh, that, remember that beef jerky I got at the truck stop and I, I brought it up to our, 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 our Bigfoot searching trip, whatever you want to call it. Remember that beef jerky? Uh, truly a plethora of wonderful tastes and mouth experiences. Taste and mouth experience? What? Nolan, have you ever fornicated? I'll have you know paranormal conferences get rather wild. I bet, I bet, I bet. Okay, there's, there's one other thing on a previous episode that you, when you were a guest... Uh, we had talked about Area 51, uh, and uh, we had put out there the idea that um, Area 51 probably was uh, the home to some uh, 
pretty uh, kind of ruthless experiment uh, by the U.S. government on captured uh, Russians, which was in response to what the Russians did to captured people uh, leading to the Roswell crash. And that was actually the, the, the quote unquote aliens were actually mutilated uh, bodies of, of, of captured Americans stuffed into a, a fake kind of UFO. Um, and uh, we were talking about that, if you remember that. Yes, so all documented and true. In fact, I was talking to Bob Lazar. Just to- yeah, 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 yeah. But we, we had said on the show that we felt that maybe in order for these these maybe potentially heinous acts to be stopped, that that we should maybe as a as a as a group as a, as a people uh, march on Area Fifty One, and uh, that led that did happen, and that led to some untimely um, and. Uh, you know, uh, just unfortunate accidents and injuries uh, suffered at the hands of the U.S. military officers guarding the location, and some of our listeners are hurt. So, uh, Nolan, we just we just need to uh, maybe uh, recant what we said there and 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 and, and reiterate it. It is not a good idea to march on Area Fifty One. Uh, yes, I'd like to point out, Ken, that I uh, on that uh, on that episode, I I said. Uh, the very same thing you're saying now. I said that probably wouldn't be a good idea. The, the protection of Area 51 is taken uh, very seriously there by uh, the U.S. government and shadow agencies, I might add. Uh, so uh, I feel as though I, I uh, Nolan Guthrie, am in the clear on that. You, you were on that episode with me. But again, I didn't advocate uh, storming Area 51. Uh, Ken, yeah, I even got the quote from Nolan on that episode. He said, I do not advocate uh, storming Area 51. That, that's what he said. You're, you're the one that said storm it. All right. Uh, okay. Okay. All right. That, that's how it's going to be today. All right. All right. All right. Thank you, Nolan. Thank you for your time. You, thank you for coming on the show, clarifying some things. You can go back to your sexless, secured bunker in somewhere not near Edmonds, Washington. Uh, I'll tell you that much. Uh, and, and if anyone you listening to those episodes back in the day stormed Area 51 or felt that you had a place on the waiting list for the moon colony because you used Amazon Prime and I somehow led you to believe that, I, I apologize for that. It's definitely not the case. Oh, my God. Huh. This is not going well. Uh, on, on with the show. And now it's time for a quick check of the weather here on SNN. I'm Rain McClaus, and this is your SNN weather report. Looking outside, it looks like the weather patterns are increasingly difficult to read, and my profession was already a level above village charlatan, so this is probably due to some sort of worldwide change in climates, but since we can't be 100% clear on that, we're just going to have to assume the out-of-season tornadoes, brewing hurricanes and tsunamis, and unseasonal life flooding in Burbank aren't going to lead to your grandchildren spending their adult years living in tunnels, for themselves why what's left of the world's governments and ruling parties pointlessly debate themselves into extinction. So wear a jacket today to be safe. Looking ahead this week, it would appear that it's going to be just cold enough in most of the country for your heating bills to rise this billing cycle, but not cold enough to give you a big enough excuse to not attend the social event that you don't want to go to. Unless, of course, you live in Rochester, New York, where you haven't needed to be outside since 1992. And finally, that low rumbling you hear in the distance isn't thunder. It's God starting to pack things up and move out of here. Enjoy your week ahead. I'm Rain McClouds, and that was your SNN Weather Report. And here's another true fact about your host, Ken Napsack. He drunkenly ate a double Wendy's Baconator last night and only got one drop of barbecue sauce on his pants. <laughs>
the lowest amount of spill sauce in his lifetime. Congratulations, Ken. And now, back to the show. Okay, uh, on the show right now, calling into the studio from one of his three medical locations to better serve you in Bakersfield, California, is uh, my friend and, and the most trusted medical professional I know, Dr. Lancaster. Doc, how you doing today? Well, uh, Kenneth, it's, it's good to be here uh, today. Uh, I am uh, very happy. Uh, it's been a long time since I've seen you for a checkup, though. Uh, so uh, as soon as you want to make your way up to one of my three medical locations to, to serve you up in uh, Bakersfield, uh, let me know. I have some uh, rubber gloves set aside. I uh, have the, the warmer gel that you said. Yep, that yep, you- got it, got it. I'll call you, I'll call you, I'll call you, Secretary. Uh, all right, so... Doc, uh, on a previous episode, uh, we had you on the show, and we had a great segment, and, and, and you and I were talking about uh, great ways to, like, lower cholesterol and um, all the other kind of things that are inside your body. I don't remember all the terms. Cholesterol's always been the easiest one. You remember that? Yes, there's a lot of terms, like triglycerides and midichlorians and a lot of things on the inside that I don't fully understand. There's cholesterol... And apparently now there's there's good cholesterol and bad cholesterol. I don't I don't know when that happened. Uh, I still have the medical books that I used when I was studying medicine in uh, uh, one of my three failed uh, uh, attempts in, in medical college before I finally got it right at the fourth school. So I I'm not sure about that. But we we try in, in our doctor's office. We try to make sure that all of our patients have all the updated information and uh, sort of weapons at their disposal to uh, make sure that the, the insides are the, are the best that, that they possibly can be, you know? Yes, and to that end, and by the way, yeah, you're right, Doc. I don't I don't remember when, like, it suddenly was good and, and bad cholesterol and they were at war within you, like some sort of, uh, you know, uh, rebellion versus the empire inside you there. But uh, I, uh, I, we have to address that on that episode, we said that in order to lower... The bad cholesterol, we told uh, our listeners here at SNN to um, inject large amounts of pure lard into your veins using like a home uh, needle kit that you can pick up at like a local pharmacy. Uh, Just don't tell them what um, you're using it for when you ask for it. Uh, And uh, that that would, in fact, it would be so much bad like bad stuff in you that your body would process it and over almost become overwhelmed and turn it into like good cholesterol. Uh, we we did say that. Oh yes, I yes, I I, I do remember that conversation quite well. And look, it's uh, it's something that we've been telling our patients to do here uh, at the uh, offices up in here up in Bakersfield because it just seemed at the time when we thought of it, it just seemed like a, a good idea. It just seemed like uh, you know too much of a of a bad thing has to be good, just like. Like in life, often in life, too much of a of a good thing seems to be bad. Is 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 that that's somehow that's the way I look at it? And so yes, that's uh, we drew those conclusions, and then that's what we uh, prescribe to many of our patients uh, in in our office. Yeah, it's for uh, for everyone, right? Men, women, they 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 get the same treatment here. Well, yeah, I try to only uh, serve men because that's the only bodies I truly understand. Uh, some of our female patients have uh, questions that just, uh, to be blunt, uh, just confuse me and in some cases frighten me. But yes, uh, on, the, on the occasion that we do serve a, a, a female patient, yes, I'll tell them the same things. It's important for me to treat everyone equally, you know? Yeah, 
but I, I noticed, I saw, I was looking, a side note, I was looking at an old, like, uh, history YouTube channel, and there was a George Wallace political rally, and I, I could have sworn I, I saw, like, a younger uh, version of you at that. I, I, uh, I don't know what you're talking about. Well, maybe you don't know what I was talking about uh, there, but you do know what you're talking about medically, uh, except in this case, Doc. Uh, it turns out uh, some of the things we were talking about in that episode have uh, proven to be uh, tremendously harmful, and uh, we must officially uh, let all of our listeners know that injecting large amounts of pure lard directly into your veins uh, is not going to uh, lower the bad cholesterol, um, improve the good cholesterol. It, in fact, is just going to uh, potentially harm you uh, past the point of uh, repair, per perhaps lead to uh, uh, early onset heart disease, uh, to just a straight up massive heart attack and um, it could it, it just it could kill you a lot of different ways. Lard into the veins, despite some of the research that Doc Lancaster has presented to us, uh, is not good. Um, so, Doc, we're just uh, wanted to bring you on the show so you could help clarify that as well. Well, I, I, I'm a medical professional. Why? Who's refuting this? I mean, it's a fair question, Doc, but I've got this petition in my hand. These 2,042 professionals, uh, you know, in many fields, legal, medical, scientific, and they say just they're just accusing uh, my show of just getting a lot of information out there that, you know, I just, look, I just put the information out there. It's up to you to decide if it's true or not or good for you. You know what I mean? Uh, Ken, uh, sorry to interject, but on, on that episode, you actually said um, uh, if you're listening, you need to go get the lard in you quoting you again, get the lard in you uh, as fast as you can, uh, lest you face uh, sudden uh, death from bad cholesterol. Well, that, I mean, that, uh, Peter, that's just good advice. Yeah, I mean, well, Doc, that's that's what I thought too, but it, it turns out not not so much the case there. So, but look, again, we just, we just say things, you out there make your own decisions, right? I've got a medical professional here. Uh, you guys, uh, you know, do your own research. I mean, for what it's worth, I, we, we did do the research at our office, uh, Kenneth, and I, I think it was pretty conclusive. See, I see doc, that, that doc, that, that is what I am telling Petey here that you've done the, the research, right? I mean, you, you conducted some tests on your own. I mean, what, what, what was uh, some of the, the methods you used and, and, and to come to these conclusions? Well, we, we took a spoonful of lard and put it on a, on a Tupperware, um, bowl in the center of a table that we, we grabbed two rats from the, the back of our facility. Do you, uh, do you have like your own, uh, like research rats on, on site there, uh, doc? Oh, no, no. These were just uh, rats from the, the storeroom uh, in the back there. And uh, we we determined, you know, one of the rats went to the lard and the other one didn't. And we just determined which one of them, you know, lived longer after the lard experiment. And that led to our uh, conclusions. Oh. Okay. I see where I've, I've made a mistake. Um. Doc, uh, thanks for your time. Uh, thanks for your time. Uh, we really appreciate it. And, and for audience, uh, our audience listening, uh, yeah, uh, disregard anything that uh, the doc has said. Oh boy. Oh, that's not okay, Kenneth. Thank you. We'll see you soon. Don't, don't, uh, don't worry. This time I'm going to use the smaller of the fingers, not the big. Got it. Got it. Thanks, doc. Thanks, doc. Oh boy. All right. All right. On with the show. And now it's time for the list. Today, we've got the best ways to get distracted from work. Number three. Look around your office and think, today's the day I finally organized my paper clips by size, weight, and color. 
Number two. Open up your computer. Go to your web browser. Remember, three hours later, you just wanted to check your LinkedIn notifications. Number one. And the best way to get distracted from work. Oh, oh, sorry. I was off. Clink, clink. And that's the list. Okay, we're running a bit long today, so uh, PD, we're going to post a lot of the other clarifications on the internet, uh, just so we're legally covered, uh, and that's going to work, right, PD? That's going to work? Uh, yeah, the, the bare minimum of that, that will be okay. Uh, you've done a good job today, Can't try to clarify uh, some things. We're probably still going to get sued by, by a lot of people, but uh, you know, at least we tried, you know? <laughs> oh, keep, keep your little condescending laugh to yourself, PD. you know, it's been tough. It's tough. There's still like a list. We got to get through some of them here before we sign off today. But this has been tough for me. You know, little Kenny Knapsack, when he when he was growing up, when he was when he was like alone in his room recording pretend radio shows. He had you know for years, he had no friends, no social interactions, no ladies that loved him. You know, the only only friends he had were his Lego space minifigures he named and gave distinct. And unique personalities too. The only friends he had. That that little Kenny recording those little radio shows, radio shows, and speaking to the outside world from his quiet, lonely bedroom. You know, only occasionally looking at a, a sport magazine swimsuit issue with Denise Richards on the cover. You know, you, you, you know that that little Kenny just wanted to make his uh, dreams come true, entertaining people. That's what I do here every week on Saturday Night Napsack. Well, now it's biweekly because I'm, I'm I'm lazy. But you know, that's the that's. That's all I wanted to do. This has been hard. So if you out there have taken some information wrong, I apologize. But this is just an entertainment show, and that's all the only responsibility I have is to, is to entertain. I just want do I have to, do I have to answer this one? Hi, uh, welcome to Saturday Night Napstock. Who's this? Oh, great, cool. Um, I got through. Hi, it's me, Chet. Okay, hey, hey, Chet, hey, Chet. Well, look, I'll take your uh, request over on uh, Pop Rock and Radio, okay? You want to hear some Smash Mouth? Okay, that's great. We'll, uh, we'll do that, okay? Oh, no, no, no. Uh, that'd, be, that'd be totally righteous if I could hear some Smash Mouth on your other music show that I will listen to, Pop Rock and Radio on Mixcloud. Um, but no, um, I, I just want to call into the station because I was listening to this radio show here that you were hosting uh, not too long ago, and I took some advice, and it didn't work out. I just want to see if... Maybe I misheard uh, the advice, you know? Oh, son of a... God. Petey, can we just hang up? Uh, I mean, I, I almost want to say yes, but per- perhaps we should hear about... Uh, all right, Chet. Yeah, wh- wh- what did you do? What What's going on? Oh, uh, yeah. Uh, so you had that fitness guru on one time, and uh, on the show you guys were talking about how to uh, do a body cleanse uh, to purify your body of uh, unhealthy toxins. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, I know what you're going to say. Um, so, yeah, uh, I did what you said, and I drank an entire bottle of Swiffer wet jet cleaning liquid, uh, and, um, yeah, I, I nearly died. Yeah, 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 uh, yes, yeah, it turns out I, I probably, um, 
Probably, uh, we yeah, probably shouldn't have said that, Chad. That's probably not uh, something that's uh, healthy. Okay. That, I mean, that makes sense. Uh, at first, it was pretty cool. Um, uh, I got, like, I drank it all, and then I just started peeing on my floor, and it really cleaned it. Like, I'm talking like a spit shine clean. My kitchen had never been cleaner. Uh, but then I started getting woozy. Uh, then I lost uh, the use of my legs, uh, and I fell down, and in the process, hit my head on my air fryer, and then... Uh, um, uh, when I woke up, I was in a uh, medical facility. Yep, Chet, Chet, we're, ve- we're very sorry, Chet. We're going to wrap up the show. We're very sorry for any harm. You could just probably join uh, some class action lawsuit against us. Uh, we apologize for uh, saying that and misleading you. Okay, yeah. I mean, I got out of the, the hospital, but I'm, I'm still feeling some of the effects. Like, I have a constantly stuffed nose. Uh, my head hurts a lot, and my penis glows at night. Oh, yeah, yeah, thanks, Jet. Just go ahead and sue us, all right? Okay? And on most Thursdays, I wake up with an anal disc... Nope, hang up, hang up. <sighs> okay, let's just... Okay, let's just... Yeah. Okay, let's just get... Let's just wrap up the show. Okay, let's wrap up the show. I got a list of some other things. I want to clarify. Just start playing the end, end credits music here. Here's some things that may have been said on the show that we can say now probably... Weren't true, okay? It is, it is not true that over-the-counter nasal sprays can be used as fuel replacements for your cars. Not true. It ruins your car. The best way to build your immunity to the flu does not include eating raw hay, usually reserved for horses. Bigfoot is not a senatorial candidate in the upcoming midterms. An apple a day does not lower your blood sugar levels to help combat diabetes. There is not a research facility on the South Pole being run by elves, unfortunately. There are no new laws in effect that now make it legal for you to steal jelly packets from diners, so please stop. We can no longer pay for your legal fees. The government did not introduce, excuse me, the government did not introduce frozen yogurt to test if humans wouldn't mind eating uh, other humans in paste form. Looking directly into Lady Gaga's eyes will not hypnotize you. She is not a government agent. Sucking hot sauce packets dry is not a way to cure rickets, but it will get you into stag pictures. Orange peels cannot be traded as currency yet. Yet. I misspoke when I said Joe Biden was former Roman Emperor Nero reincarnated. Uh, that was actually that was actually Trump. Joining a militia is not the best way to show this country you care. Huffing cans of compressed air and air dusters will not improve your capacity to breathe. There are not currently tunnels under every major city that will spirit us away to safety once the asteroid sent by aliens hits us. And please do not use home pregnancy tests to determine if you're COVID negative. All right, that's the show, episode 73. Special thanks to uh, Patreon supporter Vermont Mike for the Morning Drive media station identification. You can support us at patreon.com slash catnapsock Saturday night. Napsock is also on Jemmy. Go to support us with a one-time donation on jemmy.app slash Saturday night Napsock. Big thanks to associate producer Sean Arnold for his uh, help as always. And check out Sean's Public shop at tpublic.com slash user slash tshawn. Do you like music? Then listen to me on Hall of Fame Music Radio in Newcastle 
Newcastle, Pennsylvania, and everywhere through the website at hufmradio.com every Saturday morning at 10 a.m. Eastern. And check out my new show, Ken Sucks Pop Rock and Radio on Mixcloud. We've been having a lot of fun doing live shows. Join the party and visit kennapsuck.com for more information. And follow me on Twitter at kennapsuck and the company at mdrivemedia. Be sure, as always, to tell a friend about Saturday Night Napsuck, a show so real it had to be fake. And as always, remember to laugh responsibly. Oh, God,